Hey everybody, Dr. Axe here. Welcome to the show. This week I have Dr. Alejandro Younger, and I'm a big fan of Dr. Younger here. He has authored so many fantastic best-selling books, including Clean and Clean Gut. These are books I read years ago and was just so blown away with. And he is a LA-based cardiologist who teaches other doctors and trains other doctors around the world about functional medicine and helping people heal. He also takes care of a lot of celebrities and uh, he's a friend of mine. I love what he teaches. Do Dr. Uh, Younger, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Josh. All right. Well, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. I know we're going to get into functional medicine. We're going to talk about regenerative agriculture. We're going to talk about herbs versus drugs and so many other things. One of the things I'm excited to get into today as well, though, is you have a program that really helps people heal and rejuvenate seven systems in their body. So we're going to talk about that as well. But the first thing I really want to talk to you about is functional medicine, because you're one of the people I really see sort of who's helped pioneer this functional medicine movement. Talk to me today about functional medicine. When people use the word, when you say functional medicine, what does that treatment look like for people? Like if somebody comes and sees you and you work with them, I know everyone from Gwyneth Paltrow to physicians, they come and see you. What, what is it that you do with them as a functional medicine practitioner that's so different than mainstream medicine today? So when I graduated from medical school, I came out with a lot of knowledge about the different parts of the body. I learned a lot about the liver. I learned a lot about the kidney and the lungs, the intestines. And, and friends of mine became liver specialists. Some became kidney specialists. And, and nobody taught us in medical school how all these organs um, are interconnected and, and are part of a bigger um, a system, which is the detoxification, or what is called these days in functional medicine, the biotransformation and elimination uh, system, right? So, for example, the liver, the intestines, the, the skin, the, the, um, you know, the, the, the lungs, all of these organs are contributing to one big function, which is the function of biotransformation or detoxification. Basically, what that means is that we generate through our metabolism waste products that are toxic, but also we are exposed to through the air we breathe, the water we drink and shower with, the, the cosmetics we use, the medications we consume, but mostly through the foods that we eat or the food-like products we consume. We are exposed to all these chemicals that in some way it alone or in combination hinders some function in the body. And these toxins, these molecules have to be converted from mostly lipophilic, which is only the only dissolving fat, most of them, to, to water soluble so that they can be eliminated through urine, sweat, and, and feces, and, and, um, and, and neutralized in that way, that neutralize their toxicity, right? So this big system of detoxification was what changed my life understanding it and being able to do certain practices and support it really changed my health. And there, therefore, I launched in this quest to really understand what was going on. And it wasn't until I found functional medicine that I really put everything together. Now, functional medicine, in my mind, is what a regular Western modern medicine doctor would look like or would, or, or would think like if he would be taught to think like an 
Ayurvedic medicine doctor or a Chinese medicine doctor who have a holistic view of things and go to find the root of the problem as opposed to silencing the symptoms. Yeah, I love it. It makes complete sense. Again, this is the way we practice, right? We're doctors of cause. We're finding the root cause of disease and addressing those issues. You know, one of those things that you had mentioned in that is you care for patients, it's looking at not just one system of the body. For instance, if somebody has a issue related to their uh, their thyroid, you know, you're looking also at the you know the digestive system. You're looking at different areas of the hormonal system, the heart, the brain, these different systems. Walk me through these seven systems, and let's start going through the you know some things that help each and every one of those individual systems. And there are two, I know primarily that you're really focusing on, but let's go and start with those two and then jump into the others as well. So, so, you know, the human body is a big system in itself, right? Contained within a bigger system, which is the ecosystem in which we live. But in order to understand and being able to really look for the root cause of problems, it is useful to subdivide the human body as a system into different subsystems, right? And in functional medicine, these are seven systems that, that are distinguished. But let's not forget that they're all interconnected. Every cell in the body is talking to every other cell in some way or another. But for, for thinking purposes, the, se the, the seven system division is really useful. Right? And one of the systems that now is a very talked about is the defense and repair system or the immune system as we call it right because of the epidemic of coronavirus and 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 what we are experiencing this change of life that that has it has imposed in us right so we're all talking about what vitamins to take what foods to eat what foods not to eat right but let's not forget that the in the immune system or defense and repair system is connected to every other system for example one of the other systems that's really important and it's now becoming part of you know the 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 mass awareness everybody is now talking about it is the energy system because of of our better understanding of the mitochondrial function and how eating and how certain things that you eat will block them and or or or, or gridlock the entrance of the substrate to this to the um, Krebs cycle, which is the burning cascade of reactions in the body that turns glucose into ATP, which is the, the energy measure measurement, right? So defense and repair energy system the transport system, which is one of my specialists, the cardiovascular system, how we transport nutrients and hormones around the body, right? Then, then we have the assimilation system, which is digestion and, and, uh, and assimilation, right? And, and this is the way that we incorporate things from the outside into our body. Then we have the elimination or biotransformation and elimination or detoxification system, right? And, and this is the one that I started focusing uh, on at the beginning of my journey, because after I graduated from medical school and I went through my training in internal medicine and cardiology, I got very sick and I was diagnosed with three diseases, irritable bowel syndrome, severe depression and severe allergies. And I was given seven prescription medications and I refused to, to go that route. So I ended up 
going to a monastery in India to study meditation because my problem was in my mind or the biggest problem was in my mind at that time. But there I was exposed to Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine and chiropractic medicine, naturopathic medicine. And I, I gained a lot of respect for that because I saw in action their power and their benefits, right? And, and all of those things really helped me but it wasn't until I went through a detoxification program that I completely resolved all my problems without any need for any medication. So the, the detoxification system is a very dear to me. And that's how I started really writing books and, and created a company that is geared towards supporting the detoxification system. And then, then there is the communication system, which is hormones and neurons and how they communicate and, and, and all the communication pathways that allow cells in your brain to talk to cells in your gut, right? And now we know that even, even the bacteria in our gut are, to, are talking to all of these systems through different mediators, right? And then we have the structural integrity system, which is from, from the cell membrane to the skeleton of the body, everything that maintains shape, form, and structure of the body, right? So those are the seven systems, but it's also really important to understand that they all communicate. And if one gets backlogged, other systems will suffer. Or if one cannot be fulfilled, other systems will suffer. Now, Dr. Younger, when you're starting with most people, what, what, what system do you start with? Because obviously there's a lot of different systems. Obviously, I probably might depend to a degree on the problem that they have. But what, is, what are the one or two systems you start with people? And what are some of those changes you start to uh, make with them to help them? That's such a great question. You know, I always say that if I get an actor or an actress and I disguise them as a doctor and I put them in an office and I, you know, and they can act and pretend that they're listening and I give them a bunch of questions that they should ask. But by the end of the, of the, of the session, the only thing they do is put everybody on an elimination diet. And that means basically five groups, sugar, alcohol, coffee, dairy, and gluten. Judging by the results that that person would obtain, they would be considered the best doctor in the neighborhood, right? And now, now what is it that the elimination diet allows the body to, to perform better is mainly, not only, but most dramatically the detoxification system. And, and, and by doing that, really so many things fall into place. I compare humanity to, to, the, you know, to the, the cars that are around. And, 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 and we're all driving around dirty in a way. And detoxification, a good detoxification program is like taking your car to the car wash. By the end of it, it happens to me all the time. I go to the car wash, I wash my car. It's, it actually even feels like it drives better after, the, after a good, a good you know, detailed wash. So that is how I start. I start by assuming that people that come to me have some form of backlog of the detoxification function. Why? Because we are in a crossroads in, in, uh, in evolution. For thousands and thousands of years, we've been eating and fasting as imposed by nature like the rest of the animals in the planet. But only lately, we are eating all day long. Only in the last hundred years, we've been doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
And therefore, at any given time, you grab at random any person, a hundred people on the street, 98% are going to be actively digesting no matter what time of the day and sometimes even the whole night. That alone is hampering, is slowing down and weakening the detoxification system, right? And then, the, and then there's a couple of other problems. One of them is that the detoxification system depends on many, of the, of, of many nutrients for the liver to use as substrates for, to, for the production of the enzymes and the coenzymes in order to fulfill their function. So we are depleted of nutrients at this time. And then there's an overload of, of toxicity because for a long time in history, we only dealt with inner waste of our metabolism. Those were the toxins that our body was, was, uh, was busy detoxifying. But now we are, we are loaded with all these other chemicals from, from, your, from our homes and the air. I mean, it's just a barrage that the body cannot keep up with. Now, when I do that in my practice, around 60% of the people that come to see me just by doing a detoxification program get a really great improvement, if not a resolution of what they came to see me for. Yeah, that makes sense, Dr. Younger. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. You know, I founded Ancient Nutrition with Jordan Rubin because we are on a mission to bring you history's healthiest whole food nutrients that can help you transform your health. You know, we've seen these amazing health transformations with our own families. My mom, Jordan himself, and our friends by using these ancient principles. And we use ancient principles when we formulate each and every one of our products. In fact, our turmeric formula uses the ancient Ayurvedic method and has other herbs to make the turmeric more absorbable. And we want you to experience these incredible benefits. Whether you're looking to boost your immune system, improve digestion, balance hormones, increase energy, sleep more soundly, or get the beauty benefits of thicker hair and fewer wrinkles, Ancient Nutrition is here to support you. Get $10 off your next purchase of just $40 or more with the code PODCAST10. I can't wait to hear about your personal health transformation. So Dr. Younger, you know, I'm a huge fan of the digestive system, right? Our gut is so important. You mentioned how that connects to the immune system. So when you're working with people, this makes absolute sense to me. You know, with those seven systems, as you're talking about it, you know, are, do you see in particular uh, that one that certain systems connect more to other systems than others? For instance, you talked about the gut and the immune system. What are some of those other systems? And I'll give you an example of this in Chinese medicine. In Chinese medicine, when somebody has a thyroid issue, oftentimes they'll say thyroid issues can really be affected by uh, the adrenal glands. You know, so we have systems that are affecting each other, areas of the body that are affecting each other. Well, what is a common condition uh, that somebody might have where they think, oh, it's this organ that's the issue or this organ, but the actual root cause is something different? Yeah, well, that, that's the whole, the, the whole uh, subject of my second book, Clean Gut, right? And, and even if, if just geographically, the gut, the intestines relate to the immune system, because 70 to 80% of the immune system cells live within and around the gut, you know, the, the nervous system, right? We have an incredible amount of neurons within and around the, the intestines as well that, that 
is bigger if you clump them all together than the, than the mass of neurons that is in our skull, right? And about 70, 80, I mean, we never know exactly these percentages, but a huge percentage of the neurotransmitters, including serotonin, which we now you know, distinguish as the one responsible for these feelings of well-being, is, is also uh, produced, all these uh, neurotransmitters are produced in the gut, right? And, and, um, and, and it's amazing, when you, me you mentioned Chinese medicine, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm only a, a, an admirer from afar, I haven't really delved into it, right? But, uh, but one time, I had a, a, a really severe emotional problem, I, you know, that, that gave me a lot of grief, and, and, uh, and it turned into double pneumonia. Right? And later on, I found out that, that the lungs in Chinese medicine are considered the seat of grief. So we, we're talking about uh, things that, that in Western medicine we can measure and see, like, you know, the immune system and the, and the but, but other aspects of, of our life, like right? the mental and emotional aspects are also connected to different uh, organs, right? And in Chinese medicine, I know that anger, is seated in the liver, right, and 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 so on and so forth. So yeah, what what um what I see is that basically all systems really have a very very strong connection to the intestines, to the gut. Yeah, and and uh, and and that's why in that in that book I I write and, and describe how the ten most um, you know epidemics, the ten biggest epidemics of the, of chronic diseases in the modern world are really originated in the intestines. Wow, makes so much sense. And again, I read that when, when I read your book, Klinga, that was the first book of yours I read and was so impressed. I wanna encourage you guys, hey, if you wanna get a great book on how to heal the gut, check out Dr. Younger's book, Clean or Clean Gut there. You can find that on amazon.com. Now, Dr. Younger, one of the things I know we're both big fans of as are a friend of ours, I know Jordan Rubin, who's one of my closest friends, we are big fans of regenerative agriculture. And I think a lot of times when people hear that word, maybe we, we think of, hey, it's good for the planet, but I would love for you to talk about two things. One, why regenerative agriculture is good for us and what it also really does for the planet, which then in turns also is good for us. So, so anyways, go through a little bit about what regenerative agriculture is, like something concrete, and then how that affects the plants, how it affects us. So I would love for you to talk more about regenerative agriculture and the healing power associated with it. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little story about how I became aware of these things. About yeah. 10 years ago, I was invited to India by, by a man who started a, a very important mission. You know, uh, more than 20 years ago, he, when, when the trade from India to other countries opened up, he started trading grains and, and, and other goods and, and you know, artisanal goods to, between Europe and, and, and India. And he started looking for, for sources of grains and he started going to farms. And he found out that about 12,000 farmers in India were committing suicide every year. And the reason why they were committing suicide is because their pride was so broken that they couldn't feed their family. The reason that they couldn't feed their family is because they were dependent on, ag on chemical agriculture. They were buying seeds and, and, and uh, fertilizers and pesticides from Monsanto and other companies like that. And, and the, the, their land started drying up. Their crop was not as good, therefore needing more uh, chemicals. 
at one point things inverted and they started spending more than what they than what they produced that threw their land into you know uh, uh, foreclosure and stuff and and these people were just killing themselves so this guy had the idea of helping these farmers by giving them seeds and know-how on how to plant and harvest Ayurvedic medicines, Ayurvedic plants, and then buying the whole production from them. Therefore, turning hundreds of thousands of acres of, of you know, Monsanto chemicalized land into biodynamic farming, right? And this is really at the base of what regenerative agriculture, regenerative agriculture in my mind means letting the land regenerate itself, yeah? By respecting the, the bioorganisms, the, the microorganisms within it, just like we have to respect the microorganisms in our gut and, and, uh, and not creating a crop of monoculture that year after year just decimates the, the land of the nutrients needed, therefore requiring more chemicals and more uh, fertilizers and things like that, right? Now, that also has a different consequence, another consequence, which is the resilience of the, of the crops and the plants and the nutritional value of those that are grown in regenerative agriculture conditions to the other ones, because just imagine what what is stronger the jungle in which there's all kinds of organisms growing and 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 interconnected or a crop of of just corn for thousands and thousands of acres and there and, the, and why do we need fertilizers and insecticides and pesticides for monoculture right. Crops is because they are weaker plants. They cannot defend themselves, right? So, so the, the resilience of the land in which you are doing agriculture is also important and translates into the nutritional value of the plant that we are consuming afterwards. And, and can I say that this is such a powerful point that I have not heard anyone else talk about. And I think one of the things that the ancients knew is we're talking about Ayurveda and Chinese medicine and Greek medicine and biblical medicine, all these ancient forms of medicine. One of the things that they would talk about is essentially what you're doing when you consume a, like an herb, a spice or a food, you're harnessing the, 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 the healing, you're, you're harnessing the property of that plant. So if you have a plant that's resistant, very resistant to things, it makes you more resistant. Or for instance, you know, think about this, like, for thousands of years, uh, you know, people have, you know, people have used or women have used perfumes, essentially essential oils that come from flowers. What are flowers? Flowers attract bees. They have attractive properties, right? And so, you know, women will have used things like perfumes or these essential oils to attract men. It's, it has that property. Or take ginseng. You know, some of these, some of these, uh, you know, some of these adaptogenic herbals like ginseng or rhodiola rosea. I mean, these will grow in Siberia and the mountains and withstand some of the harshest of all the conditions. And so I think in, in you know, you think about that with oregano or plant, there's something called plant pairing. Like Chelsea and I, my wife and I are have a garden in our yard 
and we have planters. And so we actually will plant certain plants next to each other because they give off essential oils that actually kill off certain bugs and protect that plant. So oil of oregano has anti-bug properties. So when you actually eat or use oregano and you're exposed to different types of bugs, viruses, parasites, it actually fights those off for you. So anyways, I just want to say, I have not heard anybody bring up that point, but you're right. I mean, the resiliency and when you're consuming these foods that we're talking about, these re in regenerative agriculture that are more resistant to than genetically modified corn, it is so much better for you. So, anyways, I just thank you so much for bringing well, that, that up. That, that point that you bring up of pairing of plants and how they help each other because maybe one kills the bugs that the other one would be attacked by, right? That relationship and that cooperation continues all the way into your intestines. We know now, mm. for example, that turmeric is much better absorbed and active if consumed with black pepper, right? So that's another pairing relationship. Yeah. And so, so it starts in the garden, it, you know, it continues in, in, in your intestines. And there's something called the entourage effect, right? And, and, and for example, one nutrient may be able to create a certain benefit, right? But when it comes with all the other nutrients that, that it's actually created with, the, it's called the entourage effect. And we see that, for example, with CBD that I know you are a fan of and you talk a lot about. I watch your videos and, um, and, and I love them, by the way. So, so when, when people use um, pure CBD oil that's, that's a... That's a filtered and, and, and isolated, it's one thing. But when they use the whole oil, the whole plant oil, right? It's a different thing because of the entourage effect. And you were talking about also essential oils and the, and, the, and the perfume, right? People don't think about it, but the perfumes that you smell are nutrients as well, yeah. really, because they get absorbed. I mean, everything that you put in your skin, but even everything that you smell. So there's terpenes and other, and other compounds that the Japanese know about, and they have this this uh, this term for breathing the forest, right? In which they get all these terpenes, and, they, and it has such a beneficial effect on on the body, especially on the immune system. So I love everything that you're teaching, and um, and and I'm a big fan of that aspect of plants. And the and the 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 what you, I think that what you were getting at is the, what we call the life force, which in Ayurvedic medicine is called the prana. Right. Mm -hmm. In in you know in essence, everything is really vibration and energy. And what we what we what we perceive as matter is just a limitation of of the instrument that we're using to see these things. Right. But everything is energy and ninety nine point nine 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 percent space. Right. And that energy has carries a certain frequency, which in in Ayurvedic medicine is called the prana. And that frequency alone, not the nutrient. But that frequency alone has an effect on the body. And the stronger the prana, the stronger the, the effect. So that's when it's very important that especially plants used as medicine come from regenerative agriculture, biodynamic farming, in which the laws of nature are respected and the resilience of the plant is really maintain. I love it. I mean, these are, these are great points. One of the other things that's interesting to think about is when you smell a food, you're smelling the oils. I mean, for the most part, the essential oils, when you smell it over time, they smell less 
they're losing those essential oils. There's less nutrients left in the plant. You know, if you wait three weeks to eat it versus you eat it right, you know, you pluck it right off of the plant. So obviously there's so much truth to what you're saying. And one of the other things I'd love for you to talk about is the importance of organic. You know, today we're living in a world, and I know, again, you, you, you have really been one of the leaders in teaching people about proper detoxification, about cleansing and detoxifying all of these systems of our body from our gut to our liver, to our skin, to our kidneys, all these different areas. But today, you know, I think organic or that term used to be more popular, um, even, even five years ago, but I think it's just, it should be, you know, continued to be really prioritized. And I think there is more access today, which is fantastic. Talk to me about the importance of organic, not just in our food, but in our supplements we take and put into our bodies. Well, and, and, and even beyond that, in our planet itself, right? Because really the, the, the shower, the, the, the barrage of, of toxic chemicals that we and our plants and our animals are exposed to is at the root of the big problem of, of the planet. I believe that even global warming is strongly related to the toxicity of our planet these days. Because global warming, if you think about it, the, the planet is like an animal. The river are its arteries and, the, and the, the, the forests are its lungs. And you and I are like two red blood cells running around a body, right? So as above, so below. And, and, um, and this planet, this animal, this patient has a fever, which is global warming, right? Now, that is just a symptom. Where, do, where is it coming from? In my opinion, a lot of it is coming from the toxicity of our planet. And I'm not talking about just toxic chemicals, which is a big part of it. I'm talking about toxic thoughts, toxic emotion, toxic relationship, toxic governments, right? But, but um, going back to your question of, of organic, I think that organic is the first step, not only to avoid the chemicals that are breaking our organism, but also are breaking the bigger organism, the planet Earth, right? Yeah. Then, then the second step, really, or, or, the, or, or the, the better step is regenerative, uh, regenerative agriculture. And if you want to go even further, you do biodynamic agriculture, which is a whole other aspect of, of, of interventions that really respect the laws of nature, right? But, but I, I always say everybody is now you know, detoxing or doing some kind of program for, for their health. But I compare just working on the human body as, as, for example, if you have a fish tank and you take out the fish and you clean it and you just throw it back into the, a dirty tank of water. Now, if we just detoxify our body and we don't detoxify the planet, we are just gaining a little bit of, of, of distance. We're not going the whole way because we're jumping back into into this dirty tank, right? And that is where the importance of organic comes in. Yeah, Dr. Younger, I think, again, or organic, as you're saying, it's, it's the first step, right? It's not the final step. It's the first step is not, not spraying chemicals and not genetically altering and changing the actual food that God put here on earth for us, right? Because when you're changing it, it's causing problems, obviously, genetically modified organisms are seriously toxic to the body. And unfortunately, you know, you've got these uh, billion dollar companies that are, uh, you know, trying to hide the evidence that of how toxic these things are. Um, 
With regenerative agriculture and biodynamic, I think one of the things, you know, that I love, I'm a big reader of the Bible. And when you read the Bible, they'll talk about things like letting the land rest every seven years. And you look at some of those ancient principles that are used in certain areas that today, you know, and I'll give you an example. I think this is incredible. When Jordan Rubin and I, we bought uh, this farmland, it was dirt and rocks in Missouri. And we started following the New Zealand method of regenerative agriculture in terms of grazing. So the animals would eat grass. Then we would have them move into this pasture that was dirt and rock and they would urinate and defecate there. And then they would move on to a different area and they have thousands of acres to roam, but we would sort of tell them, Hey, go here right after you eat with that one year later already, the grass was green and lush plants were growing. You could do a garden there. Like, like, like it was amazing what these animals did in, in helping heal the planet and the soil. So here's the thing too, if we start doing the right things, we can heal the planet, you know, in a seven year period of time is about what it takes to completely regenerate and heal so much of the soil. Uh, but anyways, it's one of those I, things I, where I tell you, yeah. I tell you a, a beautiful story that, that's similar to what you're talking about. Yeah. When, when, when the founder of this company, Organic India, started talking to farmers and saying to them, hey, listen, I'm going to give you the seeds and everything, and then I'm going to buy everything from you. And they were very skeptical because they said, well, yeah, what if I plant all this tulsi and then you don't buy it? What am I going to do with the tulsi? At least if I plant rice, I, I can feed my family, right? So anyways, he, he gained the respect of a few of them and then many, many followed. And then now it's a massive movement, right? And then two or three years later, he went back to the original farm. And one of the biggest opponents of this whole thing had, had joined and had come. And in India, it's, it's, a, it's a sign of respect that people go and touch the the somebody that they respect a lot, touch their feet, you know, mm. I mean, it may yeah. sound weird to us, but this yeah. man came and touched the feet of, of, of the founder of Organic India and he lifted him up and said, what, I mean, what happened? Why this change of heart? And the guy said, well, I started practicing your, your, your urge of my childhood returned to my land. And that was a huge thing for him, you know? Wow. So, so it goes even beyond the repairing of the ground, you know, that it's immobile right under your feet. It changes the whole ecosystem, even the birds and, 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 and other animals around. I love it. I mean, that's such a powerful story of how doing something to, you know, doing business the right way, doing things that are, are, are you know, doing being a good person and really honoring the earth, honoring the land and what that actually can do for healing relationships and healing the earth, healing yourself. And when you do the right thing, it can help heal all of these other things, which I think is so powerful. One of the things I know you're such a proponent of Dr. Younger is, uh, helping people, um, you know, simplify a lot of these complex concepts. One of the other things I would say though, too, is that, you know, when I think about you is you've done such a great job of helping educate people and also uh, give them some simple steps of things they can do. Walk me through, what are some of the, again, you, you cover so many different things. You're, you're the seven systems of the body. We know that you really have focused on gut health, on detoxification. What are some of the, what are some of the biggest steps people can start to do today to start to practice what you're teaching. By the way, I know you've got an incredible program out. You've got, uh, you know, product lines, all those things. Also let us know at the end here where we can find more about you and your programs for detox and everything else. But what are the, some of the steps people can take today to start to practice these things that you've been preaching? 
Well, one of the most powerful we talked about already is, is just trying the elimination diet for, for, you know, at least a week or two. That alone is just so incredibly strong in terms of the benefits that it can give people. And, the, and that mainly means the five groups that I mentioned, which is sugar, dairy, coffee, alcohol, and, and, and gluten. Just by stopping those products, those, you know, those foods, if you, if you, are, if you will, um, people start seeing benefits all around. And there's many reasons for that, right? One of the strong reasons is that it enhances and facilitates the function of, of, of the detoxification system, right? But, but then I've been a proponent of intermittent fasting and fasting for many, many years. I wrote about, I mean, you follow the Christian tradition. I've been exposed, I'm Jewish, so I've been raised in a Jewish family, even though, even though I, I'm not a practicing Jew. And, um, I, you know, I've been raised with the traditions. And, you know, once a year we fast for Yom Kippur. You fast m- much more often, right? But, but what I'm going is that Jesus Christ, Muhammad, eh, eh, Buddha, all the great spiritual masters followed some kind of fasting themselves. And even though they may not have been talking about it from a, a body health benefit, there's even spiritual benefits to it, right? So, so I teach people that breakfast, lunch, and dinner is just the way that it's been functioning for the last 100 years, if, right? And that that is really what is killing humanity. And when I hear all these expert nutritionists talking about, you know, how you have to have breakfast like a king and, and, uh, and, um, and dinner like a, like a, you know, like a beggar. I, I think that, the, you know, dinner like a beggar, maybe yes, but, but, uh, but talking about the three meals, how that is really just fomented and sustained by business, right? Because if everybody stopped having breakfast, entire industries would go broke. So, so I teach people how to reduce the workload of the digestive system, either being by eating less, eating less often, you know, doing intermittent fasting, or simply replacing some meals with liquid meals that are easier for the body to digest. Easing the, the workload of the digestive system and giving it a rest, just like, you know, like the Christians give the land a rest every seven years, you give your digestive system a rest. That goes such a long way in terms of allowing the body to repair and regenerate and detoxify. I love it. It's great advice. So again, guys, do, doing fasting, as Dr. Younger's talked about, has been done for since the beginning of time. People have fasted for health breakthroughs, for spiritual breakthroughs, for mental breakthroughs, for all these different types of breakthroughs. And I can tell you, I fasted uh, in different ways, whether it be intermittent in the past uh, or certain times of year. And I, you, you'll see breakthrough, you know, in, in, in your life. And there's this power of your body being able to cleanse and regenerate when you fast, as Dr. Alejandro here is talking about. So I want to encourage everybody, check out Dr. Younger's. Uh, he's got some great books. Um, you can go to um, uh, Amazon.com, check out his books. But also, you can check out his clean program. And he's got a lot of amazing products there as well. You can go to cleanprogram.com. He offers a 21-day program that can support your body in detoxification and healing in these different ways. And I know him and I are both fans of regenerative agriculture, organic when you're buying anything, including supplements. Again, that's first step only, but it's a good, good first step. And, and we, and we, Dr. we yeah. 
we, we recently launched, together with my latest book, Clean 7, a seven-day program that combines the, you know, the powers of functional medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, and intermittent fasting together in a one-week program that is really blowing people's minds. So, so what we provide is a kit that contains everything that you need, all the Ayurvedic adaptogenic herbs, all the protein shakes that you need, everything that you need in order to really fulfill and, and, and complete this, this seven-day program. Yeah. I love it. Well, Dr. Younger, thanks so much. It's been fun talking every, all things functional medicine, organic, regenerative agriculture, all my favorite topics. And, and by again, the way, I'm loving, I'm loving your book, Natural Remedies, Ancient, 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 ancient remedies. remedies. Yeah, it's really, really good. Congratulations. Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate it. And hey, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks again to Dr. Alejandro Younger, the author of Clean and Helping Transform Lives with a Clean Program as well. Uh, thanks so much again, my friend. And hey, thanks everybody for listening. I'll be back next week. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was. Also, don't forget to follow me at Dr. Josh Axe there on Insta, where I cover the latest health trends, natural medicine, and so much more. Also, if you're loving this podcast, do me a big favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.